Do you want to stop yelling and have your child listen to? Well, I have exciting news for you. If you're hearing this right now, it means that the doors to mindful parenting are open at mindfulparentingcourse.com. This only happens for a limited time, and it may be perfect for you if you want to be that patient, calm parent, but you're afraid of being walked all over, you're losing it, and you want to be that steady, peaceful parent, you don't have a cohesive method, and you take in bad advice like just count to one, two, three. Mindful parenting is an evidence-based system that not only teaches you how to calm your reactivity, but offers you a ton of personal guidance. A lot of other parenting coaches talk about the best way to respond to your child, but guess what? They don't walk you through the research-proven practices that it really takes to create changes that actually last. Mindful parenting teaches you the specific steps to create cooperative, loving relationships for life. In Mindful Parenting, you can learn how to stay calm, even if you find yourself shouting hourly now. Be present for your child no matter what they're going through. Resolve conflicts easily without yelling or taking away the iPad. Set limits without your child resenting you for days afterward. And build trust between you and your child so that you avoid misery in the teen years. The doors are open now at mindfulparentingcourse.com. Unlike other programs in Mindful Parenting, we offer one-on-one coaching to every member and weekly drop-in coaching sessions. Don't wait anymore. You and your kids are worth leveling up. Go to mindfulparentingcourse.com and join now before the doors close again. That's mindfulparentingcourse.com. I'll see you there. You're listening to the Mindful Mama podcast, episode number 142. Today, we're going to be talking about how to survive the holidays mindfully. Welcome to the Mindful Mama podcast. Here, it's about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. At Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. When you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm your host, Hunter Clark-Fields, Mindful Mama Mentor. I coach overstressed moms on how to cultivate calm in their daily lives and create more peace and cooperation in their families. I've been practicing mindfulness for over 20 years. I'm the creator of the Mindful Parenting Course, and I'm the author of the upcoming new book, Raising Good Humans, a mindful guide to breaking the cycle of reactive parenting and raising kind, confident kids. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so glad to connect again, dear listener. Is this your first time listening to the podcast? A special welcome to you. Some podcasts are interviews and some podcasts I just talk. Me to you. And that's what we're doing today. We're going to be talking about how to survive the holidays. And this time of year can feel crazy. It can feel insane. It can make us want to write a bazillion to-do lists. But I'm hoping these tips will really help you make the holidays more simple, more enjoyable, more full of that connection and that magic that we really want to have, right? So how do we do that? How do we create that connection and magic? That's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to get some tips, specifically five tips to six tips, sorry, (laughs) seven (laughs) tips. I can't remember my numbers. 
seven tips to help you do that. So I'm excited for you to, to hear this podcast. Before we dive in, I just want to let you know that there are all kinds of cool things coming up. Oh my gosh, you have no idea. I'm doing workshops in my local area. You can find those at mindfulmamamentor.com slash events. I'm doing some Mindful Mama workshops in um, Pennsylvania and Delaware. And I'm also taking a group of moms to Costa Rica, April 13th through 20th. And I invite you to check out that also at mindfulmamamentor.com. It's pretty gonna be amazing. And I'm not sure when I'm going to do it again. So, so jump on it now. <laughs> Join me now. It's going to be great. I can tell you more about that later. But let's dive into these tips, shall we? Okay, here we go. Here we go. So when we're thinking about the holidays, we want to think about this is tip number one is that I want you to really decide what's important to you and your family, right? So when we have kids, we have to kind of evaluate and reevaluate often as they grow how we do the holidays, right? What are the traditions that you really enjoy and want to implement? What are the ones you might want to leave behind? Some traditions may really resonate with you and some may not. So do you travel or do you stay home? Do you limit gifts? Do you eat the same thing every year? Do you always make the gingerbread house? So this is the time to now, before the holidays get really, really rolling, is to talk with your partner and your kids and decide what are the most important things that you want to include in the holidays for your family, right? And this can, might, can be hard because it can mean letting go of some things and possibly disappointing others. But it also means leaning into the things that are important and meaningful to you, which you know, brings a certain freedom and joy. So decide what's important to you. Is it important to you to go cut down your own tree? Maybe that's something that's important to you. Maybe it's important to you to snuggle in your pajamas and read books. Maybe that's important to you. Decide what's important to you, you know, whatever your, your holiday traditions are, whatever cultural traditions you have, Think about what really resonates with you, and I hereby give you permission to, to choose to leave some behind and to make some of your own. So take a moment to have that conversation. What is important to us or to me if you're single parenting, and how can I make the holidays feel in alignment with the way I really want to live? So number two, that's number one, decides what is important to you and your family Number two, keep it simple. Keep it simple, mama. It's okay. Please be okay with not doing it all and not doing it perfectly. You don't have to do all the things. I invite you to just pick one craft for Thanksgiving or Christmas, like not five. <laughs> if, you know, just pick one if it isn't something that like really calls to you. And that's, that's really something that lights you up, right? So if these things end up being like to-do lists, then just simplify it. Just do one. Only make two types of cookies or treats instead of six. You know, pick a few of the really important things or traditions and do these. And this is really important. 
less can be more because it's kind of like the pile of toys, right? If your child has a huge pile of toys, they are not valuing what's in the middle of that pile. They don't even have the attention for it. But if there's more spaciousness, if there's less, we can bring our attention to what we're doing and what what is happening in a more deliberate way. We can savor those things in a more deliberate way when we have space and time around them. And that's true for your kids. Sometimes we tend to think kids want their life to be stacked and full and do one thing after another, but that's actually not true. Like kids need space and time. They need time to digest things. They need time to let their minds wander and to do weird, quirky kid things that they do. So pick a few of the really important things and do those. Less is more. (laughs) We are supported by Mysteries About True Histories, affectionately known as Math Mysteries About True Histories. It's a weekly show full of time travel puzzles, hidden equations, history, and lots of laughs. I highly recommend this podcast. It's really wonderful, especially if you have kids like around like six plus, but it can totally be enjoyed by the whole family. So I listened to the episode, The Pirate Queen, and you're just dropped right in the middle of the action. People are fighting. There's sword fight. And then these kids, they've gone on a time travel mission and they have to solve problems in the midst of it. And it really just like exemplifies everything we support here at Mindful Parenting. You know, kids who are adventurous, doing things on the world, they're capable. And then they do things like they have to do math, they have to think critically, they have to code break and pattern solving and all this great stuff. Beyond just the Pirate Queen episode, which I highly recommend, episodes transport listeners to moments in history, too, like Pythagoras, Ancient Greece, the era of the Aztecs, Sir Isaac Newton's England, and more. So jump in with your family. Follow the adventures of Max and Molly on an adventure through time with puzzles and hidden equations and laughs, and it really does make learning really fun and really cool. Perfect for ages six and up. New episodes drop every Thursday, each stacked with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. So tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids, and you can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. That's Mysteries About True Histories. I want to tell you about a great podcast that you should check out, especially if you ever deal with any school system, which you probably do. It's called Understood Explains. This season of the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Ortube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. And this season of Understood Explains covers topics like how to tell if your child needs an IEP and busts common myths about special education. So I checked out the episode on the difference between IEPs and 504 plans because my daughter Maggie uses a 504 plan and it was really, really helpful. It went over all the differences, which one's better, how to get them, different myths and what your rights are, all kinds of different things that you should understand if your child may need extra help in education through an IEP or a 504 plan. The tone is super helpful, friendly, and smart. 
I highly recommend you check it out. To listen to Understood Explains, just search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's it. Understood Explains. And for the recovering perfectionists out there, right? If you are a recovering perfectionist, I invite you to really let go of the unrealistic expectations of perfectionism and really embrace the mess and that whatever, say you've done a craft that just came out okay, embrace it. Let it be part of the journey. And part of keeping it simple, one thing we do, you may have heard of this four gift rule. Maybe you haven't. So if you haven't, I'm so excited to give this to you because when I heard this four gift rule, I was like, ah, this is perfect. This makes sense. So, you know, I know this is coming from a place of privilege, coming from a place of, you know, we've got the resources to give for gifts. Maybe you may be listening and may not have those resources. So, so do what works for you. But many of us have, go, we go way on the other side, right? We have the, we want abundance and we want excitement and things like that. So, it's hard. It can be hard for some of us to simplify. And so this is for you if it is hard for you to simplify. This is a brilliant four gift rule. So you give something they want, something they need, something to wear, and something to read. So something they want, something they need, something to wear, something to read. It's like a song too, which is cool. I do this four gift rule for my girls and that helps myself and Bill just kind of like figure out how we're going to do things. Sometimes he does the something to read. I do something to wear. We both talk about what they want and they need. And the a little out I give myself for like a place for a little more like crazy abundance for Christmas that we, we celebrate Christmas in our family is their stocking presents. And I give myself permission to to buy lots of little things that because I think it's just so fun to open presents. So I let them open up presents that way. <laughs> so this is all part of tip number two, keep it simple, be okay with not doing it all and not doing it perfectly. And part of keeping it simple is that four gift rule, something they want, something they need, something to wear and something to read. Pretty simple, right? We can do this. <laughs> all right. Tip number three, holiday survival guide, say no, say no. You knew this was coming. You knew, didn't you? You knew this was coming. So there are always going to be more parties, more requests, more events to attend than we can actually do, than we actually physically like have time for. It's okay to say no. And when we say no to something, we also say yes to something else, like Maybe more quality time with the people we love. Say, you know, we say no to, we can also say no to the materialism, right? More gifts do not mean more happiness. You know, the truth is actually that our kids want more of us, not more of the things that come from us. Although, oh my gosh, Sarah won't let me alone about a hamster. She has just drawn pictures about a hamster. She is on a hamster campaign I swear, it's crazy. It's hamster, hamster, hamster. Oh my God, we'll see. I'll have to let you know if I got the hamster or not. But number three, say no. Look, I need to listen to my own advice. Hunter, say no to the hamster. <laughs> say no 
There's more events than we can do. So it's please, I give you permission, say no, and say yes to say yes to some spaciousness sometimes, some not feeling crazy. Okay. A little caveat in this tip for if you have a new baby. If you have a new baby, just want to tell you, it is not your job to show off your baby and entertain the masses. Your baby is not on holiday parade. And it's not a good idea to jeopardize your family's rhythm, rest, and sanity for the desires of others. So I give you permission to put your own needs and your family's needs first. And you have an automatic excuse to leave any party early or decline an invitation altogether if you have a baby. You're overwhelmed new parents. So your extended family may or may not empathize, but you have that permission. Okay. So tip number four is say yes. Yay. (laughs) Say yes to snuggles. Say yes to playing a game. Oh my gosh. Wait till you guys have to look. You have to look. Not you guys. It's you. I'm getting it. Say yes to playing games. And you have to check out my Instagram and see the crazy vintage Uno that my grandfather sent me. Still in packaging from 1970. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to play that with my kids. So say yes to playing Uno or whatever game you want to play. Say yes to snuggles. Say yes to reading a book on the couch or under the Christmas tree, the menorah, beside the menorah. That would be a very big menorah if it's underneath. Or, you know, say yes to, this one is hard for me, say yes to hot chocolate when you want to say no. (laughs) I often want to say no to that, but it brings such joy, right? So let's do that. Say yes to being present, to slowing down and to being with your child, being really present. So say yes. That is tip number four. Tip number three, say no. Tip number four, say yes. I'm interrupting the podcast to invite you to imagine listening to the ocean and feeling the warm breeze on your face. Imagine seeing little monkeys and smelling the fragrance of a tropical orchid while looking out at a vista of islands and endless ocean. This will be your reality when you join me for the Mindful Mama Costa Rica Retreat next April. We'll be staying in a luxurious private estate, which has a view to the beach over the rainforest canopy from every room, as well as from the yoga porch and the infinity pool. Join me and other Mindful Mamas with each day designed to have a perfect balance of time for yoga, mindfulness, discussion, and free and open time so you can either make it adventurous, go hiking, learn to surf, kayak through the mangroves, go ziplining or more, or make it relaxing. Instead of adventures, relax poolside or wander down to the beach. We'll start each day with meditation and all levels yoga on the yoga porch. Every afternoon, we'll come together for guided relaxation and coaching and discussion with me. Locally sourced foods will be served at breakfast and dinner by our talented in-house chef. If you want to get away from everything and take the break that I know you deserve, 
join me. We have limited spots available, so now is the time to reserve at mindfulmamamentor.com slash Costa Rica, or email me at hunter at mindfulmamamentor.com. That's mindfulmamamentor.com slash Costa Rica, or email me at hunter at mindfulmamamentor.com. I can't wait for you to join me there. Breathe. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're Amy more of a, we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts. Tip number five, take care of you. Oh my gosh. You know, when you care for yourself, you are caring for those you love as well, right? So it's time to set aside the mommy guilt and do something life-giving to you, right? To go on a date with your partner, go to coffee with a friend, sit and read a book, stop and just do nothing, right? Go get a massage, go for a walk, in this beautiful place, some beautiful place around you. Go work out. You know, give yourself the gift of being a well of you. Give yourself the gift of you, you who's well taken care of, right? This is a really good thing. And when your cup is full, you have so much more to give others. And just going back to what we said, like your kids want your presence. They want you to be really present, and attentive to them, right? And you can do that when you have given to yourself. You can't just give and give and give uh, to everybody and not give to yourself. You should be number one on your priority list. 
give to yourself. Take care of you. Do it. Do it, mama. Don't don't be a mummy martyr. Don't be a mummy martyr for the holidays. That's still a time to put your needs at the top of your list. Number six, remember those in need. So it can seem really crazy to think about serving others when if we're in a place where we can barely take a shower or get food on the table or whatever the carpool schedule or keep your toddler safe every day. But oftentimes serving someone else in need really brings a lot of unexpected kind of contentment and joy and helps us to lift our eyes to the bigger picture in this world, right? You can take someone a meal. You can bake cookies with your kids and take them to a friend. You can drop off a bag of food at the food bank or donate a toy to a child, right? There's many, many simple and practical things we can do to make our world better, one small act of kindness at a time. And I think the holidays is a really important time to think about giving. And one thing I do to do this, to teach it to my daughters, is that I give my girls some money to donate every year at the holidays. I give them, so I give them each 50 bucks to donate to different causes. And sometimes they split it between causes. But what's cool is that they get time to search and see what is most meaningful to them, what they care about. And then they donate and they take some of their money from their allowance, from their donate bucket that they have filled during the year. And they can add that to my base donation. So I think this is a, you know, a practice, a tradition that I really cherish that I'm teaching them to give back in this way. So you can do this too. Like you can keep it really simple, you know, drop off some food at the food bank and, or you can donate a toy, but just make this a time to, to remember those in need. It can really make that the magic of the holidays just come across in a really deeper, a much deeper way. And so finally, our, my last tip, or I have a few little thing I want to add on after this is to begin and end your day with quiet and especially, maybe especially with some mindfulness meditation. So I know this is so much easier said than done. I know, I know. Many kids are like jumping out of bed every day by 6 a.m. And, you know, many of us are totally wiped out by 8 p.m. on normal days, let alone during the holidays. But give it a try. You know, for even just five minutes, you can try some of these things, right? You can just sit silently. You can read a poem or some scripture or something inspiring to think about, right? You can light a candle. You can listen to soft music. You can go for a walk. You can lie down and think about all the things that you're grateful for. You can meditate. This is a great place to time to bring some meditation into your life, to really ground into your life. And that helps to increase your sense of well-being in every single way, helps to reduce your anxiety, reduce depression, increase your well-being. So you can find my own guided, free guided meditations on mindfulmamamentor.com slash resources and on the Insight Timer app, which is an app that goes on your phone, has a lot of meditations, but you can find me there too. So, so you can meditate with me. That would be nice quieting our hearts, quieting our minds in this crazy, busy, noisy world is 
not so easy to do sometimes. I get it, but is so needed and so worthwhile. And it's one of the keys to you being really, really present for the holidays. So these are my seven things. And I'm going to add a little piece of this on the end that I really like from Alicia Assad. But number one, decide what's important to you and your family. Evaluate what is important to you. Number two, keep it simple. Number three, say no. Number four, say yes. Say yes to snuggles and hot chocolate. Number five, take care of you. Number six, remember those in need. And number seven, begin or end your day with quiet. And I really wanted to include this since I think this is so beautiful from Alicia Assad, and it's her holiday survival list using some of the concepts that she has from positive psychology. So number one, other people matter. Case in point, she writes, an intervention in the form of a dinner with authentic friends. Now and throughout the year, kindle those relationships. Life is complicated and we need to be surrounded so we can love and be loved. So beautiful, right? I love that. Number two, laughter. Good old make your stomach hurt laughter. It will shift everything. And then, you know, go back to number one there, right? Those authentic friends. <laughs> number three, gratitude. Count your blessings. You know, crowded stores mean that you have the means to be a consumer. The holiday cards mean you have amazing people in your life to acknowledge. Cranky, overstimulated children mean you have a home filled with life and laughter. You know, so when you're kind of going towards grinchiness, just, you know, look for those blessings and let that carry you to a more positive place. Number four, self-compassion. It's what we've been threaded through this whole podcast today. Take breaks, put your feet up, do that dinner with friends, all those things, right? And number five on the holiday survival list, joy. And I just think it's so beautiful in the small moments, right? And she said, for me, joy was the moment my three-year-old squealed with delight about the start of the holiday season. I love that, right? So read those holiday stories. If you want, find those small moments of delight in your kids and, you know, look for and lean into those positive emotions that go from person to person. So listen, you know, whether you're bounding with joy <laughs> to have sugar plum fairies dancing in your head or the thought of the upcoming season makes you want to go in a hole and take a nap. Let these tips help you and your family over the next weeks and in this season. I, I hope this season ahead brings you unexpected joy and sweet memories with those you love. So I hope you can be present, mindful, and awake and aware to be really there for these holidays, right? To be, to let that love in, let that joy in. So wishing you beautiful, beautiful, happy holidays, my friend. Namaste. Thank you to DJ Taz Rashid for this wonderful song, Inspiration Drive. Go ahead and download his album, Live in Love, on Apple Music or on Spotify or wherever you listen to music.
When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play, and we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask-Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.